listening to episode 34, chapter 2 of the Daily Growth Discipleship Podcast. I'm Josh Havens. And I'm Chris Lamberth. And we're on a journey to learn what it means to live a lifestyle of discipleship. We're glad you're joining us and hope that as you set aside this time for God, that he would help you grow today in the everyday moments of life. Today, we're continuing our conversation about the five steps to creating a lifestyle of discipleship. So yeah, but that brings us really well into step two, which is practice the basics. And so, man, if we want to talk about uh, doing, this seems to be one of the the heavier oriented ones in doing. And that's why I think this is such a cool discipline is because it's not. But that's where everybody seems to go. And, And again, we have both, Josh and I have both struggled with this over the years of doing of thinking about it in in terms of doing rather than of being. Well, it's hard not to because it's literally an activity. Yep. It's a thing you do. (laughs) That's right. I I don't blame literally anybody if you think of it in terms of an activity that you do, a practice that you do. Mm -hmm. It is. It is. But there's more to it. There's so much more to it than that. Exactly. And it's really getting your head around that, that, is so difficult, right? It, how does how do those two things ping pong around? And I, I find myself struggling with it all the time, but uh, in a good way. And so let's just take let let's talk about it a little bit. And I think for this, examples work the best. Um, so Josh and I have been both reading uh, the Divine Conspiracy by Dallas Willard, and definitely um, should check that out if you haven't. It's great. Yes, I, in fact, I'm sort of wondering how you can be a Christian if you haven't read that book. So. Uh, <laughs> A little tongue-in-cheek, but seriously, I, it is top of my list of books to recommend for good Christian growth. Um, but I think he puts this really well in a section where he's talking about prayer and Bible reading. In that, um, So prayer and Bible reading is two of the foundational disciplines that we always talk about in the Christian world. Those are the two things that all Christians should be doing all the time, right? And, and it's the easiest place where we sort of get wrapped up in this idea of doing. We put time markers on ourselves. Number one, let me go ahead and say that then. If you're timing yourself in any way for time of prayer, time of Bible reading, the amount of chapters you're reading, you're probably in the doing mindset and not the being mindset. Your, your motivation is probably off. doesn't have to be. I guess you could time yourself, especially if you're just doing it in a way of maybe breaking up your schedule. But if you're doing that, Take some time right now to say, am I doing this from a doing mindset instead of that being mindset? Am I doing it to check the thing off the list? Yes, exactly. And so, and, and that's really what becomes key. And I like the way Dallas Willard talked about this when he was talking about when you're a new convert and you first come to Christ, there's sort of a period where you need to have a large amount of time of prayer and Bible reading just to get to know who Christ is. And that really struck me because, um, again, when I grew up or when I was a teenager in the youth group and stuff, the idea that you had to pray for an hour every day was sort of the gold standard. That was really what it took to become a radical Christian. And then we idolized anybody um, who prayed for more of that. There are you know, famous accounts of preachers that would pray for up to four hours a day. And, uh, I mean, and hey, that's, that's great if you got the time and that's what you're called to do. Like live that life out as closely um, with Christ as you possibly can. But again, our emphasis was on what? The counting of that time. But for some reason, when I heard 
or read Dallas Willard talk about this idea that those long periods of time are really meant simply to align your heart with God's and so that you can get to know him. For some reason, that just clicked in my mind and it was like, oh, it's not, it, it, it becomes a relationship that you actually want to pursue with him. I just want to get to know him. It's not about trying to put in a particular amount of hours. And so, um, cause I mean like with, with my wife, right? Like when we first started dating, we spent all the time together <laughs> and we just got to really know each other. And unfortunately we don't get to spend as much time together because, you know, we both work and we have kids and, um, but in a way that's okay because the time that we have together isn't meant to check off a box. It's meant to rekindle the love that we have for one another. And we don't have to start from the base of trying to get to know each other all over again. That's already there. And so, um, I don't know, at least lately in my processing practice, the basics have, have taken on that sort of a mentality of, I, I need to use them to get to know my father. And then it's through those disciplines in which I am continuing on with that relationship, not in a manner so that I can check off boxes. Or another one that was big for me, to try to make myself better. Mm-hmm. Because I have a tendency to do that too. Um, I just want to practice a particular discipline um, so that I can become better rather than I can grow more in my relationship with Christ. So that's been a big flip for me. But yeah, I know so you many, have... So, so often we... We'll look at these things as checking off boxes. If that's a struggle for you, by the way, do some research into the practice of silence and solitude. Uh, I think it was, it's the way Richard Foster describes silence and solitude. No, 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 no. It's Dallas Willard again. <laughs> Go read Dallas Willard's books. Willard's been setting us on fire Spirit lately. of the Disciplines, Divine Conspiracy, and I think that's actually a trilogy. I don't remember what the second one is in between those two, but... The Spirit of the Disciplines is the second one. What's the first one? I never know what the first one. I always forget what the first one is. Anyway, there's... But also The Great Omission is another great one by him. That is a good one. There's three of them. Okay, we digress. Um, Silence and solitude are literally doing nothing by yourself. If you struggle checking off boxes and your desire is to do, to do, 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 and then to do some more... Try practicing this discipline of sitting still by yourself and doing nothing. Like for the first 10 minutes of it, the first time you try it seriously, it's probably going to be very frustrating. You can't do anything. Don't pray. Don't read. Don't listen to music. Just do nothing. (laughs) Do do nothing. (laughs) And it's in the middle of that as you begin to practice that and, and... rest in your identity, going back to step one again, rest in your identity in Christ as his child, you could literally just sit there and do nothing. And in that moment, be with your father. Mm -hmm. Nothing you have to do, nothing you have to perform, no box you have to check off. You can just be, and that's enough. And honestly, that's been one of the great practice the basics things that I've been working on over the last year. You may have heard us talk about it some in the, the podcast last year, especially with uh, Father Albert. That was a great one. Um, but yeah, a lot, of, a lot of great practices. If you're trying to shift into this mentality of not checking off boxes, but instead, really they're about creating space 
yeah. like you said, for that relationship to grow. Yes. And it's not, it's not about doing something that's going to earn you favor with God. It's not about doing something that's going to make you a better person. It's not about doing something that's going to make you look more like Christ. Those things are the result. Mm-hmm. The discipline itself, though, is the act of creating space for that relationship to grow. As it grows, you become more like Christ. Yeah, and it becomes a natural process if you follow that idea. And uh, it seems like very few things in life are actually natural processes. Um, but this one is, and it, and it can only work that way. Because if you just tried to be more like Christ on your own power and your own strength, it'll never happen. At best, all you're going to do is accomplish activities again. And um, sort of like, but if activities was what God was after, then the Pharisees would have been the most righteous people on earth. But apparently they weren't, even though they were practicing all of the right things. Because they were walking around going, be more like, be more like God, be more like God, be more like God, be more like God. And in doing that, they missed the people who were standing beside them in need of love. That's right. They missed the opportunities that God had for them in those everyday moments of life. Yeah. So if you're struggling with how to incorporate the spiritual disciplines, any of them in your life, and there are dozens of them that you can begin to practice, um, like Josh said, think about, some, sometimes I, I think about this mentally, is I'm just taking a broom to the floor space of my heart, and I'm just sweeping away all of the stuff, the muck, the grime, the uh, the distractions, and I'm just making that space so that I can sit there with him and allow his spirit to work in my heart in whatever that, that way is. And so um, silence and solitude has been a big one for us. And uh, in fact, there's an article on Daily Growth Discipleship, uh, if you want to go check it out, of why you should be practicing silence and solitude. So. And we'll put a link to some of those things in the show notes. So be, go to, be sure to go check those out. We've got, uh, I can think of at least three different books off the top of my head that we've have either really influenced us or they've been featured on the podcast in the last year. Yep, so yep. go uh, go check out the show notes for books on practicing the basics. Yeah, because this is really just the tip of the iceberg. We could talk about this one for a long time. How can you create a lifestyle of discipleship? Most Christians think discipleship is a program or a few practices thrown in at the beginning or end of the day. But we want to help you create a lifestyle where walking with Jesus throughout the day is not only possible, but natural. And we have a tool that's going to help you do just that. It's called the Daily Growth Journal. It's a guided journal that's going to help you become secure in your identity with God and authentically walk with Him in your daily life. Growing daily in your walk with Christ is possible if you cultivate a lifestyle of discipleship. And the Daily Growth Journal will help you do just that. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Daily Growth Discipleship Podcast. If you like what you've heard today, be sure to give us a review on Apple Podcasts or the podcast player you use. Then share what you've heard with a friend so that they can learn how to create a lifestyle of discipleship too. If you want to stay up to date on everything happening at Daily Growth Discipleship, go to dailygrowthdiscipleship.com and subscribe for free. 
You can also subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Oh, 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 o